right now Costco is open, Vons is open. So if they could handle it, uh, the other people could handle it too. I deeply sensitive to the needs uh, for the business uh, community to at least get some clarity. The strategy is what wins elections. Why is that important in this era of coronavirus? More information from the governor on the plan to reopen businesses in California. Plus, we're examining the effect of COVID-19 on politics during an election year. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a moment, we'll hear from 10 News reporter Rachel Bianco on the phased plan to reopen everything in California, from retail stores to hair salons, schools, religious services, and even sporting events. We'll also be joined by 10 News political analyst John Dadian for a look at the impact on COVID-19 on the upcoming local and national elections. First, though, here's a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Tuesday, April 28th. Today, there are 173 more cases of COVID-19 in San Diego County. The total number of infections is 3,314. The county is also reporting five new deaths, bringing that total to 118. While there was a spike in new positives today, there was also a big jump in the number of tests countywide. County is considering when to lift some public health orders, but dramatically increasing testing is one of the remaining two criteria that has not been met. County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher discussed why more testing must be available before many businesses, schools, and daycares can reopen. Without those capabilities in place, the virus can quickly uh, take hold and we could see widespread uh, outbreaks. If we are able to quickly test everyone who is symptomatic or is appropriate to be tested, quickly find others that they may have been in contact with, uh, isolate and treat those positive individuals, it will go a long way towards putting us in a new posture uh, of kind of this new normal where we are able uh, to contain coronavirus as we move forward. The county revealed it has 20 new tracers starting work this week. They're the ones who try to find anyone that may have been exposed by someone who was tested positive. Governor Gavin Newsom today laid out new guidelines as to what the reopening of the economy in California may look like. And joining me right now, covering that story for Ted News, reporter Rachel Bianco. Now, we've been hearing, Rachel, that this is going to be a slow opening of the economy. And it seemed like the the phases that the governor laid out today indicate that it's going to take weeks or even months to get to the final stage. Yeah, you're right, Ben. A lot of people were hoping to get some sort of a date or some sort of a timeline today, but that did not happen. Again, the governor only saying that we are weeks, not months away from beginning to open more non-essential businesses. Uh, And again, he said, I know people will say, well, how many weeks? And again, he would only say weeks, not months. Now, you might remember a couple weeks ago, he laid out six uh, indicators that need to be met before we can even begin to think about loosening the restrictions. And they included testing and tracing and isolation, protections for those most at risk, development of therapeutics, and then the ability to bring back the stay-at-home orders quickly if needed. So then today he announced that the opening of businesses will happen in four phases. He says, right now we are in phase one. He says that We are ready to move to phase two, possibly in a matter of weeks, as long as the numbers don't go up and we continue with social distancing. Now, what that means is he says that we would be ready to reopen some of the lower risk, non-essential businesses. And he says those are retail businesses with curbside 
pickup, manufacturing, certain offices such as PR or consulting businesses that can't work from home, and then some of the public parks that are still closed, he said they'd be able to open in this phase. Uh, sorry about that. That's my computer beeping. But um, And again, people are still encouraged to work from home when possible. Now, the third phase that he talked about would include gyms and uh, nail salons, hair care places, even uh, religious institutions. He said that those are considered more of a high-risk workplace, and he said they are months away from opening. And again, he wouldn't give any certain timeline, again, just saying months. And then the final phase, which would essentially mean that the stay-at-home orders are being lifted, that would include the big gatherings, um, such as the things we would see at the convention center, sports events with fans, um, just the really big gatherings. And basically he said that we won't see that happening until there's some sort of uh, therapeutics available or a vaccine. So that could be several months, if not more than a year. Um, the other big thing out of today's news conference is he said that he's actually considering starting the fall school year earlier, possibly as early as late July or early August. Um, I know, you know you've got kids and they're doing the, the online school from home, but he said he realizes that you know, there is a loss in that and he is concerned about it. So that is a consideration. Also, that would give more parents the opportunity to go back to work if the kids we're going to school earlier. We checked in with um, the San Diego Education Office of Education, and, and a spokeswoman just said that um, they're telling the local school districts to be prepared for every possible scenario, including an earlier start to the school year. But she said that you know the calendar is already negotiated, and bringing uh, starting the school year earlier would be extremely complicated, as you can imagine. So, a lot of information coming out of today's news conference, but again. No dates. Uh, the governor just saying we need to stay the course. We need to continue maintaining social distancing. The numbers are uh, remaining steady. They're not going down. We never saw that hospital surge that so many other states saw, so that's good. But again, um, they're not going down yet. But at least um, maybe in a matter of weeks, we'll see some other businesses beginning to open up. Now, the bottom line, some of us getting back to work soon, but uh, I'm not going to be going to a Padres game at Petco Park anytime in the near future. Great information, Rachel. Really thorough. Appreciate you joining me. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Nearly 50 sailors on a Navy destroyer that just docked in San Diego have tested positive for COVID-19. The USS Kidd is the second U.S. naval ship hit by an outbreak after the USS Theodore Roosevelt. While the infected are treated, the other sailors will be isolated off ship and screened twice a day. A day after healthcare workers protested recent layoffs, even bigger cuts are coming to Palomar Health in North County. The hospital announced it's cutting more than 300 positions effective tomorrow. Palomar Health says it's seen 50% fewer patients come in since the start of the outbreak. It says that has cost nearly $6 million loss in revenue. Yesterday, nurses at Palomar Health and Tri-City Medical protested, demanding temporary layoffs be rescinded. We're discussing coronavirus in an election year today, and joining me is John Dadian of Dadian & Associates, 10 News political analyst. John, it's it's good to talk to you, and uh, I know the coronavirus doesn't pick a time, but at least politically, an election year is certainly an interesting time for elected officials and candidates uh, to be have to dealing with some of the many issues that arise. What have you seen so far? Well, it's amazing. Uh, certainly, it's affecting the elections greatly, and I'll, I'll split it into 
uh, there's two different fields, I think, that it's uh, affecting. One is national, and then, of course, our local politics. Here's the way that it's affecting it nationally. And that is, you've heard this controversy, and the president has commented about mail-by-voting. Well, here's why it's an issue. In California, it's not an issue, because we've been doing mail-by-voting for numerous elections. But in other parts of the country, the states aren't set up for it, and they're nervous about it, and the president of the United States is very nervous about it. So it's going to be interesting by the time we get around November to see if uh, other states go to that or not. In the San Diego County region, in our recent election, the March primary of 2020, more than 70% of the uh, county voters voted by mail. That's astounding, and the number increases every election cycle. Speaking of the local impact, uh, we've certainly seen a number of local elected officials step to the forefront. Obviously, the the mayor is out front almost every day. He's not running for re-election. You see someone like Nathan Fletcher, uh, who has taken kind of the lead in the county in terms of of briefings. What kind of political impact do you think it's going to have on on people who are currently in office locally? Well, I I would... uh... I would answer you a little differently. I would answer it how it's going to affect the campaigns. I don't think it's going to affect local officials uh, that aren't up for election, with the exception of it's going to affect them, that people are going to remember whether or not they showed leadership or not. And Nathan Fletcher, of course, will be up in two years. Of course, Kevin Faulkner won't be up again that we know of. Um, So that's the only way it affects elected officials that are in office. It hugely affects the campaigns for this reason. Of course, you need several things in a campaign. Of course, what one thing you need is a good candidate. Right now, in the runoffs going in November, I think all the candidates are very well qualified. Here's how it's going to affect it. What affects an election after you have a good candidate is the strategy. The strategy is what wins elections. Why is that important in this era of coronavirus? Because different elected officials or candidates have different strategies. For example, One candidate might have resources, meaning the finances, and his strategy might be to put it all in direct mail and TV. However, I know several candidates that their strategy is in grassroots support. So they were planning so far to be knocking on doors, to be doing forums, to be getting out there, and they've been severely hampered. And what they're looking at is how far is this going to hamper? If this keeps going close to November and they can't get out there, and for example, I know one campaign that one candidate emphasizes grassroots while another one emphasizes uh, direct mail, that's going to really hamper the candidate that tries to do it by grassroots. So this, this, is, this is really affecting things. I've already mentioned how locally and in the state of California, we have a large majority, more than 70% voting by mail. Here's another reason why the, the, the virus affects the voting by mail is because we used to have, in the olden days, I've been doing this for 30 years, we used to have an acronym called GOTV, get out the vote. And that meant on election day, you made sure you got your voters out there. Well, that's gone out the window because with everybody voting by mail now, that moves up the election by several weeks because people are sending in their ballots as soon as voting by mail opens. So on election day, more than 70%, almost two-thirds, more than two-thirds of your vote is already in. So several weeks before the election, if this virus is still affecting things, several candidates are going to be extremely nervous. John, on a national level, uh, certainly the, the presidential election will get the most attention. 
However, uh, the country is so polarized, it seems as though people who already support Donald Trump will generally already think he's doing a good job. People who uh, oppose him think he's doing a bad job. Is there anything that in your mind is going to change that dynamic because of the coronavirus as the summer progresses and we get closer to election day? Oh, absolutely. As I've already mentioned, the main aspect that it may affect either prior to the election or on election day is turnout. But I would even go a little further and give you a macro assessment. And that is, of course, Donald Trump won the presidency three years ago. But the way he did it, if we remember, is he won several states that he was not expected to win. And that surprised a lot of people. And I think it was because of a poor campaign that the Clinton folks ran. But clearly, that took a lot of people by both parties by surprise. So the Democrats, no matter who the nominee is, they're going to be targeting those states. So that's how this virus is going to affect it. Again, another lesson, which I certainly knew, but a lot of people did not realize until the last presidential election. And that is that you do not win the presidency by popular vote. You win it by electoral vote. One of my pet peeves is even to this day, the media still does national polls and they say Biden's ahead or Trump's ahead. Well, guess what? That might sound good, but that's not how you elect the president. It's state by state. And right now, the polls I've seen, Trump is leading uh, uh, in the electoral vote based on the states that he can still keep from last election. But again, we don't know. So something like Michigan, Wisconsin, certainly Pennsylvania, the Democrats are going to try to get those back from the uh, Republican side three years ago, get them back on the Democratic side. And with the virus, we don't know how they're going to do that or how the voter turnout will affect it. 10 News political analyst John Dady and John, appreciate the conversation. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by at times. may not be the graduation they were hoping for, but Facebook and Instagram are making sure the class of 2020 has a memorable ceremony. The two social media companies are hosting a live stream event to honor high school seniors. Oprah Winfrey is set to deliver the commencement speech. Miley Cyrus and Little Nas X will perform. The event will be live streamed on May 15th at 11 a.m. 10 News is tracking the number of coronavirus cases in San Diego County. Just go to 10news.com and click on our local COVID tracker. There you can find the breakdown of local cases by age and gender. You can also see the geographic location using our interactive map. We also have a list of resources, including how you can help those in need of supplies and how to identify coronavirus symptoms. Just go to 10news.com or download our free 10 News mobile app. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together. 